Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash the vulnerable scientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Hi everyone, welcome to the Vulnerable Scientist Podcast. This is your host, Saranya Kerry. I have a guest uh, uh, who I'm really excited to talk to and have a conversation with, um, Nancy Gelelo. What's your full name? It's Nancy Gelelo, Amanda Saiki, but you can call me Ziggy for short if that works for you. Ziggy. Okay, what's the meaning of your name? Nancy Gelelo means blessing. Mm. Yeah, Which I'm a mother's that? first child. Um, it's a Guni language from South Africa. So I'm saying mm. Guni because it covers quite a few languages in South Africa, being it Zulu, Ndebele, Swati. So it mm. goes across board, but in the Nguni language, Nontigelelo means blessing. Okay. All right. So um, tell us more about yourself. I am the founder of um, Siakula Digital which is a science communication and engagement and engagement platform that is focused on showcasing, celebrating and accelerating scientists and science in Africa. So I am extremely passionate about science. I'm not a scientist. Um, I studied science as undergrad, but then I realized that the lab was not for me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I just did not have the patience for that bacteria, you know, and, um, and also I am one who just talks a lot. So I just tend to, like, I used to just contaminate all my samples because you're not supposed to talk when you, you work <laughs> yeah. in a petri dishes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Unless you and have a mask I- on. <laughs> Exactly. Mm. And I would talk all the time. So you can imagine what everything of mine came out as. And so it just never worked. And also, I just didn't have the patience um, for the lab and Mm. for that kind of stuff. So then I just kind of pivoted in a way and I ended up studying marketing Mm-hmm. Um, which is a very strange combination, but it came together so beautifully because now I kind of basically do science marketing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I recently completed my master's in science and technology studies. And I'm now pursuing my PhD, um, in science and technology studies, but then again, focusing on science communication because I figured out that's probably what, not probably that is what I want to do. So I don't know if that covers who I am in a in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a small chunk of who you are. I'm guessing. So, yeah. um, what did you do for your BSc? So I studied molecular biology and biotechnology. So now you get with the petri dishes of bacteria come in. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my third year, I then majored in microbiology and biochemistry. Um, mm. I enjoyed them, 
thoroughly. But like I said, I just realized that, mm-mm, nah, it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to be out there. Did you know about molecular biology, biotechnology before that, before joining university? You know, that's that's a very nice question because I was actually having, having this conversation with a friend the other day that I've always loved science. Mm. You know, um, it's always a question. You know, when we, as you get older, you start to ask yourself, "What am I? Why am I here? You know, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing?" And mm. the easiest way to know what your purpose is is to always just go back to the things that you naturally did as a child or naturally loved as a child. And for me, it was definitely science. I've always loved science. I remember. Um, people in South Africa will probably know. I don't know if the magazine was all over Africa, but there was this magazine called Hip to be Square. Mm-hmm. Um, and they used to release um, a, an issue every single month and they would cover different um, science topics and everything. And I literally had a, every single copy that they had mm-hmm. until the magazine was no longer um, being produced. And I just fell in love with, I would read it cover to cover and I'd find these things so fascinating and so interesting. And I remember I said, I want to find the cure for HIV. (laughs) That is what I wanted Mm. to do. I was Mm. like, I want to find the cure for HIV and I want to do this. And then um, I was like, so how do I do this? And Mm. the beautiful part is that my mother um, is a teacher Mm-hmm. So when I was in grade nine, that's where you choose your subjects. Um, she came home with this big book mm-hmm. <laughs> of careers. Okay. Oh, and she wow. said to me, mm. and she said to me, take this holiday. It was over the holiday period because after the holidays, that's when we would choose our subjects. So it was the June holidays, which tends to be like a month, um, six weeks or so. So they're quite long. And when we were on holiday, she gave me this book and she said, take your time and go through this entire book and choose which subject you'd want to do um, based on the careers you'd want to go in. You are now fortunate enough that you can be any career that's in this book. Like you can mm-hmm. literally pick any of this and you can be it. Mm-hmm. And that like really opened up the whole world. So I just sat there and I was going through all these different careers. I saw biochemist. Um, mm-hmm. I remember I wrote that down. I wrote biochemist down. I wrote microbiologist down. Mm-hmm. I wrote geologist down because it's, cause I, I thought of like, things I'd want to do in my career. So I was like, I want to travel. Mm. I want to find cures and all of these things. So I figured a geologist tends to travel quite a bit to all these different places. Mm-hmm. So I had that on the list. So I had all of these different things on the list. So I chose my subjects that way. So it wasn't like a full surprise when I get to varsity and this, these mm-hmm. courses. I didn't know that name of the course, like molecular biology and biotechnology you know how they have these fancy names but at the end of the day the core of it is it's biochemistry it's microbiology it's chemistry so yeah Mm. it wasn't completely new when i got to varsity so that worked that worked Hmm, interesting so uh do you i don't know i don't understand the south african school i don't know system so i'm wondering when you're doing your uh, bsc education 
Is there mm-hmm. an attachment or internship that you're required to do? Um, no, no, not when you um, study through a university. Um, mm-hmm. So we have two, ba- okay, I'm say very basically, there's two different types of higher education. Um, mm-hmm. So there's universities and there's technicons, right? Um, mm-hmm. Universities of technology. So at universities, they tend to focus a lot on the theory part and you basically study, you'll have practicals and things as part of your course, but you're not required to do any in-service training or any internship as part of your degree. But if you do your degree with the University of Technology, then as part of your degree to actually graduate, you have to do in-service training or internship of some sort. So Mm. I unfortunately... um, Fortunately, really, <laughs> it's two-sided. I went um to university and then they, they don't have that. So I only, so I never really got exposed much to the proper lab environment. Mm-hmm. I think the only time I got exposed to what the work would be like was when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um we were required to do some shadowing as part of our life orientation subject. And mm. I managed to do, I think it was two month internship at, um, Wits, Wits University, um, in the virology department. So that was quite nice. So I kind of got to spend time with the scientists there and got to see them work with the little mice and they were trying to, you know, work fight because they, they work with viruses. So they were trying mm. to, um, figure out what works and what doesn't work. And they were taking me through a whole, the whole process and stuff. It was really nice. Mm. Um, but I, it, but, um, when I finally had to do my own practicals in, um, third year, I realized, no, I think it's nice watching other people do it, not when I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so after school, you never went into the lab stuff. No, no, not at all. So mm. I finished my undergrad and then it was a matter of, do I do honors? Next, because that's how our school system is. So mm-hmm. we have a three-year degree. Mm-hmm. Then you have to do your one-year honors, and then you do your two years masters, and then your three years PhD. Mm-hmm. Um. So after you, I know with some universities you do four years, and that encompasses mm-hmm. the honors as well. So after that, you can straight go and do master straight away. But mm-hmm. with us, it's undergrad honors, masters, and so forth. Um, so I was like, okay, now you need to do your honors. And I was just like, Mm-mm. no, cause honors would obviously require you to really do research and spend a lot of time in the lab. So that's when I pivoted and did my postgraduate diploma in marketing instead, um, mm. of doing an honors year. So then that's when I kind of pivoted and then moved from there. Wait, how did you know that you wanted to do marketing? Like, wh- how was that transition like? That's a very interesting question. You know, um, that's why I'm saying like somebody's never just one thing, right? Mm-hmm. As much as I've always loved science and I've really enjoyed it, I've always been the one who enjoys being creative with mm-hmm. my words and in those kind of spaces. And to be honest with you, how I ended up in marketing really is divine intervention. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 like it's so hard for me to be like it. I chose it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really didn't because how it came about is I was actually going to do my postgraduate certificate in education, my PGCE. 
after mm-hmm. um, my undergrad because I was just like, okay, I might as well then go and teach the subject because I don't necessarily want to be a fully fledged scientist. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was walking on campus and you know how students walk on campus, like you're always on your phone or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that. You barely look up so you don't see the posters. Yeah. Um, but this one day I was walking and then something said, just look up. And I looked up and there was this poster that says postgraduate diploma in marketing closes tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Applications close tomorrow. And I was like, what? And I'm like, okay, that is it. I'm going to apply. I applied and they only take about 40 students a year. I applied and I got in and mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it wow. so much because it, challenged my science my science thinking mind you know scientists we are very analytical um you know <laughs> we pay a lot of attention to de- detail we sometimes kind of very structured and yeah that's because you have to be you know you have to follow certain protocols or else your stuff won't work you know yeah, yeah. um but this marketing sure it challenged me in a different way because i had to forget structure. I mm. had to forget all of those things and just be okay with just getting creative and doing whatever it is that came to mind and think about how I can make something more exciting for the other person to buy into. Mm. And that actually came together with what I always did as a child, which was public speaking, you know? Mm. Um, so as a public speaker, especially when you do, those competitions that you need to like persuade the crowd to believe in whatever your idea is and stuff like that kind of tied in beautifully. Mm-hmm. And then in that time when I was doing my marketing, I, um, I got my first job mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. and it, it was in the science faculty and I was the recruitment and marketing officer. <laughs> Do wow. you see how they all come together? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I didn't see that coming yeah exactly (laughs) neither did I (laughs) neither did I but then it came together and now I was now traveling the country and trying to persuade students to come and study science at the university Mm. Um, and through that I realized that there was a need for more representation um, in terms of what a scientist looks like, in terms of what scientific careers are there, um, mm-hmm. and you know what's possible when you study science, and that's how Siakula came about. It started off as Stimination, um, mm-hmm. and then it um, rebranded last year to Siakula Digital, and yeah, so that's how everything kind of comes together, if that makes sense. Oh, that's that's very interesting, and, and that's a very interesting way of transition. Like you just walk and just decide a day before <laughs> the deadline. This is what I want to do. And this is what I'm going for. And you actually get it, and you know it's it just drives you to a, you know a certain career path. So what what happened? You you in that job? Um, you're still in that job, or okay? Tell us what happened to where you are right now. Like, <laughs> take us through that. <laughs> Do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I worked that job for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got married. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and then um, I moved to Qatar. So I currently live in Doha, Qatar at the moment. Mm. And that's where I've been living for the past almost three years at this point. And um, so that's where I currently am at the moment. And mm. I'm just running Siakula Digital remotely because it's not necessarily a South African-based company. It's more mm. an Africa-based company because company. the scientists that I interview are from all over Africa. Mm. Um, and I just feel like I want the platform to be this is Africa and science exists in Africa and it's not just, this is South Africa. You know, I just, it's just a global dream for me. Um, so that's what I'm currently doing at the moment. Just really working hard on that because we also do social media management in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of comes together. But when I first got to Qatar, I was working for a company where I was doing sports and mm-hmm. I was doing marketing, social media uh, marketing for them. So <laughs> the marketing came in handy in that sense as mm-hmm. well, because they were looking for somebody who had a marketing qualification and mm-hmm. look at that. I had it. Yeah. <laughs> so that like, kind of <laughs> just moving from yeah. one space to another, just like that. So, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked together, so that's just good. That was good. Wait, how did you, then? Where did you do your masters uh, in science? Um, I did my masters at Stellenbosch University. So I started my masters before I moved um, oh. from South Africa, and then I just mm-hmm. so I did the. It's about two years. So I did the first year, and I was still in South Africa. Then the second year um was obviously with COVID and everything. I had already moved at that time. So then I finished up my second year from here. Um because I mean everybody went remote at that time. And I at that time I was just doing my thesis, mini thesis write up. So it wasn't too it was bad. Easy. So I could just do it mm. remotely. Yeah. Wait, uh what why did you choose science and technology? Sorry, I am I'm, I'm a bit curious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is okay. So yeah, everything just works really amazingly. So when I started mm. working my job um in the science faculty at the university, mm. um I took a year off. So when I finished my postgraduate in marketing, I took a year off from studying because mm. I didn't know where to go next. Mm. Um, I was just like, how does everything come together and how does everything work and. I kept on looking at courses in the university and I wasn't seeing anything that seemed to align with what I wanted to do mm. or work with what I wanted to do. So I, I just, I was just like, I don't know. And then one day I was just looking through and then I saw this course and it was like MPhil in science and technology studies offered by, um, Crest. And I was just like, Hmm, let me just, look deeper into this and i started to look at some of the at the modules that encompasses the the infill because you do some modules and then you do like a a mini thesis so it's not a full-on thesis it's Mm -hmm. more of like a research assignment and i looked at the modules and one of them was science communication another one was actors and platforms and i was like oh this is kind of cool this is actually what i'm enjoying doing and it's in line with what i'm doing right now with my work so let me enroll for it. And that's how I ended up in it. And then I enjoyed it so much. I was just like, let me just do a PhD too. <laughs> oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. 
So what are your plans after this? Like um, after finishing your PhD, still doing, uh, running your science communication company? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Siakula Digital is literally still in its infancy at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it's going to grow into, even my mind gets like blown away at the thought of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just so much that it has to offer. Um, mm-hmm. and it's exciting because it's not about me. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's not a, a company that I put together for myself. It was a matter of how can we elevate science or showcase scientists in a better light, you know. So it's all about taking scientists, especially because scientists now, especially the younger ones, you know, are mm-hmm. starting to really embrace science communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is also a, it's a platform for them to just put themselves out there. You know, when we do our weekly Instagram psychom chats and stuff, you some of them they've never been on an Instagram live before. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a it's a new experience. It's like, who okay, um, let me challenge myself in this area. You know, and with this game show that we are we are launching soon it's like another opportunity to just put yourself out there and just be fun because mm. for the longest time everybody just sees a scientist as just a scientist but mm-hmm. there's a human behind that yeah. a human who loves to have fun a human who has their own hobbies and whatever i know you like hiking and, <laughs> and things <laughs> yeah. like that <laughs> Um, (laughs) which is beautiful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's why I always say a person is never just one thing. And it's always important to embrace every single part of you and not just allow people to box you in and be like, you're a scientist. Therefore, you know, you look this way, you do this and you don't like talking to people um, or whatever you want to be in your own space, which is not true. Here you mm-hmm. are, you're a biochemist and you have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is like, what? <laughs> a scientist who wants to talk all the time and not about their work. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, yeah. So it's kind of cool in that sense. So yeah, it's from here, it's usually just PhD, look at it, um, and publish a bit more. And really, I really want to become an expert in the field, you know, um, especially as, um, a black woman, um, to really champion that. Um, it's unfortunate that I had to I have to say that, that like especially as a black woman, but that's the reality of it. Um yeah. that you know you'd want because I always say to my guests um on my psychom chats that we can't be who you don't see. It's very mm-hmm. hard to be who you don't see. And mm-hmm. I I want to be somebody who little ones can see and be like, I wanna be like her. Yeah. You know, um, most of the people that I chat to, they're the first, <laughs> they're the first in their village or in their town or in their city. Mm-hmm. And they just had to, you know, um, raise the flag and whatever. But now that they're there, do you know mm-hmm. how inspiring it is for every other 
girl Person. child or boy child mm. who sees them they're just like ah oh, i can be that mm. you know scientists can have an afro and <laughs> can have braids and you get what i mean like it's just yeah. representation at its best so that's yeah. literally where i see myself and just raising the flag and just showing people that africa is golden Mm. and people in africa are smart and they are able to solve their own problems yeah um and they can be the solution they are the solution and it's not always we got to look to the west mm. um of what do we do now but mm-hmm. what can we as africans do and i think by um showcasing our science a bit more you know maybe the rest of the world can maybe take us a little bit more seriously that you know what we do know what we're doing mm-hmm. um and not do and not punish us like for example oh my gosh um i probably should have warned you that i talk a lot um no it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's totally fine i like that <laughs> probably should have warned you um it's like one host to another. <laughs> so you end up like, <laughs> um, you know, for example, what happened now when um, South Africa picked up the variant, Omicron, the new variant, yeah. the Omicron variant, and how the rest of the world was like, oh, shut it down, shut it down, isolate them. They have mm. this new virus. And it's just like, no, they are the ones who were able to find that there is a new variant. So instead of being like, yay, thank you, that you, you, found you punish one. us. Mm. <laughs> you know, you punish us. And it's just like, wow, that's very interesting. Who punished you when you found that there's a new variant? No, not even a new variant. Who punished you when they found out that you know that there's a coronavirus or there's something else like if you discover something it's never an, an issue it's celebrated but when you know yeah, <laughs> but yeah. That, that that was a shock to me honestly it was I, I didn't i wasn't expecting it I was like wow they've discovered at least for me it was like oh at least an african country has done this sequencing has done the analysis and has found out that mm. this you know surveillance and done that and you know Realize the, the new variant, and we should celebrate that we are actually able to do that instead of people from outside doing that. Then mm. suddenly it becomes a nuisance. You even started regretting why did we find find that about you find that, and you know that also can you know make people not want to talk about things that they discover because they don't want to be alienated. Anyway, exactly, exactly, and that is the sad reality of how Africa is viewed. You know, um, for example, even when you look at these really amazing science journals, it's very, it's not that easy to be finding first authors being Africans who are in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at different articles and stuff, you'd see that, uh, a Western or European or American or whatever, but like from the West, the a university has collaborated with a student somewhere in Africa and they are like, mm-hmm. And their name is on there, but they are probably like a third author or a fourth yeah. author or something. And yeah. it's always other people doing research about us and we, we, yeah, we can do it ourselves. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so let's do it and don't punish us when we do it. So 
Yeah, that's literally all I'm about. And mm. I feel it's important. It's about time. It's about time that we really, you know, take the bull by the horns and we're like, we're going to have the Africa that we want to see because we are so privileged to have the youngest continent in terms of our age of the um, population that's around. I think the average age is like, is it 23, 19, somewhere there? Um, but it's younger than 30, you know, and that's the average age ac- across the continent, which is amazing mm. when you look at the potential that's there, you know? Yeah. Thank you for listening. You can now support this production through www.patreon.com slash the vulnerable scientist.